Hey there, thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. But before I take you to your show, I have a very small request to make. Do check out the other episodes that we have created so far. And as you know, we are available on all major music and podcast streaming apps across the world. So whichever podcasting platform you're listening to, do hit the follow button and leave us a rating as that will help us improve our content and reach a wider audience. And with that, welcome to the show. All right everybody I hate to say it but we are back again another episode of a uh, bank between me and Priya Priya say hello everybody first of all uh, people who whomsoever it may concern say hello to KG Bhaiya he's back he's back in India guys show some enthusiasm KG Bhaiya you cannot just the sloppy way of your entrance should not be appreciated show some enthusiasm i know you're sleepy i think um, and this statement would have been more valid for king charles if he would have visited india not me because and also priya this is the first time we are recording the podcast in the same time zone exactly my point wow otherwise uh, also uh, i i got to know that you have been sleeping really early these days I Since cannot the tell you like. the thing. I I I think they are intoxicating me with the food or something. Nine <laughs> thirty up. <laughs> I just start falling asleep. Anything. I on a chair and I am sleeping. It's just that bad. How I, was your I, experience? With food is uh, going great so far. So. and suddenly i have started to get a lot of respect in my house yesterday night um i just i just talking like i think i haven't had dose of a very long and something like that i was just letting these words out in my house in my in the atmosphere of um the people and i was telling that you know it has been very long that i haven't had dosa and all and today morning It was dosa. Dosa was on your plate. Oh my God, miracle! Uh, ah. Dosa for bread, ladies and gentlemen. I just moment of epiphany for you. Really good. Should cry. I should cry. But uh, yeah, it's it's just happening this way. You call. You say somebody. You ask somebody like, uh, uh, "Shall we meet?" And they're like, "This afternoon. Will that work for you?" Oh my God! I thought you'd take three days to agree, but no. Oh. <laughs> Uh, as it's becoming a better world you know people are just becoming better and better than what they were few years back how do you like a more uh, over, you know yeah have you seen any changes in yeah. india have you uh, come across any such thing i think uh, become pathetic every place is getting constructed and i think our generation will just go through the construction and i think our children will have the actual constructed thing they'll experience the constructed architecture whatever i think our generation will just keep struggling with the construction and the traffic jams and the road blocks that's what's going to happen yeah I what is up with this uh, 90s it. kid like, suffering yeah i'm sorry <laughs> i sound like 
but i think the uh, traffic congestion in different cities in india right now so i will will address the elephant in the room a little later but before that i'll say that okay earlier the traffic in pune wasn't that bad okay it uh, it was like uh, okayish or something i would say okay when i was there uh, last week for a day it feeling terrible because the traffic rains and the metro construction i got there like the entire city is dig and everything is just single lane there's nothing yes. uh, nothing getting better there in near future is what i see at least for next 3 5 3 to 5 years so i just hope the construction gets completed a little quicker and uh, you know the i mean all the residents in because the offices have opened people who went to their hometowns they are back so the obviously the traffic is more people have started to come back to offices so uh, it's it's just causing a lot of trouble and you mm. know what this this just happened today like in ranchi i went to pick a friend from the bus stop he had to go to the airport pick him up and i'll drop him at the airport like that something and uh, so while i was going to the bus stop there was this construction going on for a flyover and i remember this construction was happening for like last 4 years it's still mm-hmm. in process and today i was stuck right there at the construction site um middle of the road for like 20 minutes straight and it's not like a moving traffic the engines were off and then out of it i was just looking around and checking like what's was the was the thing with uh, the construction how how are people doing how how much time it should take so i was just looking around there was no labor there was nobody working at mm-hmm. that so basically the road is dug um it's blocked it has become one lane which was earlier three lane now it has like narrowed down to one lane and everybody is just standing there and this is the status of construction and traffic which is just it's so irritating at times it's so irritating yeah also uh, all across our country the highlight has been bangalore of course always uh, yeah the the news with where of course the traffic and the rain extreme condition uh we all are facing even in pune uh the rainfall the intensity has increased since last year and this is what we hear every year that uh, you know the the intensity has increased the you know the climate change etc no, etc but uh, because no. of this condition this story the, there is always a story which binds us together and we feel oh okay we should take a look on this thing of course people are getting stuck and there ha- might have been emergencies there but a doctor uh, 
you know, he has to leave for a crucial surgery and then in the middle of the traffic, he was three kilometers away from the hospital and then he ran, he left his car and he ran and he <laughs> also had a clip of him running yeah. uh, recorded in his cell phone so he could show that the condition is getting so much worse. I think the construction thing which you mentioned is uh, so much relatable to each and every city KGB. I am not even... Um, like highlighting these uh, metro cities, it's also in uh, smaller towns as well. So yeah. it's so, really a concern which should so, be addressed as soon as possible because people come uh, like tourists and uh, if we want any, you know, uh, like visitors uh, in our country, it should not leave a mark of okay last year we were here and it was a construction going on just as you said you uh you know you you got back after one and a half year and it's still the same and it, i really feel bad that the side which you mentioned i do feel bad it, it's you know it's i mean let's talk let's go back to bangalore uh it's not mostly about the construction that's causing the traffic congestion there i think um it has been the case for very long that Bangalore is a planned city as far as I know. I've never visited Bangalore. But um, some of my relatives who live there, a lot of friends who live there, they say that the traffic is there like all the time, irrespective of anything. And there are some worst cases, worst cases that we have heard during the rainy season. Not I'm not talking about this year. In the previous years where people left for home at 8 p.m. For, from their offices. And they reached at around, what, 3 a.m. in the morning. Can you imagine? Because water logging, because of like zero movement of the traffic. It, and who, I mean, kudos to, the, to this doctor who thought that his duty is that important that he, sh- he needs to run right away. Otherwise, um, there's something important that he's going to miss which might be the case in so many other things. I mean, uh, this was just a surgery. There may be some somebody who's stuck in an ambulance and he needs to reach to the hospital as quickly as possible. Or some other doctor who needs to do a like a transplant or treat somebody uh, who had just got a heart attack or something like that. So you understand what I'm trying to say? Yes. Is, it, and not just the doctors, man, not just the doctors, people, common, common people like um, who have just normal jobs. How can you justify somebody stuck in traffic for four hours? I'm saying minimum four hours a day, two hours each side. And Imagine going back and your child is already asleep and you, uh, in the morning, you saw him sleeping and now when you're back, He's still sleeping, so uh, the time is gone. And okay, it's fine. Uh, the traffic issue has been uh, is subjected, like highlighted since really long time. But the concern has raised to such extent that even IT uh, companies are raising this concern that you know our employees are uh, getting stuck and every day they are getting late and. Just because, okay, it's fine. They're getting late. That's why they must have highlighted this. But if it's a planned city and it's happening there 
and uh, you know the chaos with the rainfall and even if you're rich even if doesn't matter if you own a bungalow or a flat or anything you are going to get stuck with the uh excessive water inside your house imagine things floating inside your house so uh, the situation is getting worse i think yeah bangalore is just getting pathetic i just saw a video sometime in the evening where uh there was this very posh colony correct but the ground floor was totally like totally filled with water and oh, yeah like a <laughs> lake or something it the, the image just uh, doesn't expensive stuff mm-hmm. when your houses in your bungalows like a piano an acoustic piano was kept and it was drowning and i was like it was floating and i was like oh my god <laughs> these guys The, all the rich cars all the expensive high end luxury cars were just parked like neck deep in water felt like we were watching some tom and jerry episode because it was so uh <laughs> we used to always think uh you know floating and like playing and on the road or something like that but this is not quite disturbing Yeah yeah i'm saying this is not bihar or assam where we come across this news that okay floods are coming every year and this is happening that this is bangalore which is generating so much of revenue every year for the government because of the taxes that uh, people pay there because of the uh, i mean it's it's a special economic zone right where there's so many companies so many headquarters of different companies so many employees working from there and uh, i mean how i mean i don't i don't have a, yeah a, i understand let's uh, let's keep you a bit aside from this uh, very triggering topic i know you, how much you were uh, you know I, annoyed with the fact that traffic system is really getting out of hand i'm going to tell you a news about a man who uh, actually celebrated his divorce and uh, sounds like a friend <laughs> so yeah uh, bhopal based ngo is uh, organizing a ceremony for such kind of men who you know went through recent divorce cases or something and uh, they they thought that the thought behind this was really sweet that uh, it should give a motivation to people that you know life doesn't end here mm-hmm. uh, it's a uh, it's the beginning So let's just celebrate. Uh, it was really like long drawn uh, divorce battle, so it was much needed. I would say worth it. Why should a uh, woman have all the fun? It was that kind of. <laughs> Somebody is getting influenced now. Somebody is getting brainwashed by me now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've always been uh, brainwashed by me. No. <laughs> towards the joyous side of any any story irrespective of uh, yeah i'm gen- the middle child guy guys i mean what do you expect <laughs> yeah but uh, you know putting this statement out i am the middle child you get away with a lot of things okay i do i do and i love that okay. i do get but nobody cares again because i'm the middle child <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares even about that fact that I'm putting this out again and again. 
so uh, talking yeah. about uh, like celebrating misery at like end of an era or something no no let, let, let's let's just um, uh, before we move on let's talk about this particular thing uh, whether divorce uh, party was kind of organized so um so we have uh, seen we have heard, you know heard a lot of these things like people organizing breakup parties and um separation parties love aajkal was one of the examples the earlier one where uh, they actually had like a party yes uh, yes they break up so both of ha uh, both of if, them if it's a mutual separation where you feel like fine uh, it just didn't work out the way we want and we are happy in our lives just that we are not happy together let's have a toast let's celebrate this and uh, wish each other good in all good senses what i'm talking no cynicism in all yeah. all good, all fun like this will just be very um humorous also and it will be very light with respect to the society if you see because we make so much of a news out of it like somebody just got divorced oh my god he's a divorcee or she's a divorcee you just fall into that bracket of the society where uh, uh, you know you have to be looked upon in a different way in a separate yeah way. i mean the stigma is still there so you yeah. can irrespective of uh, whichever country you're living in i would yeah. say there are so many young people who get divorced at the very early stages of their um, marriage maybe because of some of the other reason which didn't work for them it can be anything but they do have all the right to have every kind of fun in their lives going forward right and having maybe they were in a very toxic relationship and it just got ended and it just demanded a celebration so i think i'm i'm all in for a divorce party priya you're not even married how can you think of a divorce party already no okay. you should be thinking about your bachelor party or something so like i can have a bachelor's party but uh, there's no marriage party happening oh my god why okay let's not go there talking about the parties <laughs> topic we should not <laughs> Uh, the party right now i i think i don't think there's any best party they're all getting worse day by day i was talking about political parties but i the question was the question was uh i was asking which misery of yours not related to your love affair or uh, you know any such bond which you shared with someone but uh, can you think of any like this is end of an era thing and i'm going to celebrate it and you won't regret it which which part do you think should be celebrated have you ever celebrated this i mean now if i look from where i'm standing right now now i look back i thought i think like there are a lot of things that could have been celebrated well okay like end of school then uh, you finally like got your 12th board done and you started looking for colleges and everything and you for the first time you left home and went to a different city to live all by your own with strange roommates and a different city altogether and everything that could have been celebrated we over 
we get i mean we start thinking a lot we become calculative but no i think now if i look back i think that could have been a celebration because that's a new start it's not a end it's just a new start mm, then that is sweet uh end of college again getting a job all of these things we do celebrate in like whatever form we yeah. could at time but if if i just like think with respect of milestones like okay these are milestones moving out of college now getting into a job where you again meet different people who just have very different expectations from you um totally a corporate thing nobody's your friend everybody's just saving their asses and uh those kind of things so again now that's demand that demands a celebration okay fine let's do it we'll we'll fight this out and mm-hmm. can be for anything and everything any small thing could be celebrated a good a small one line appreciation from anybody like uh, sunny you're doing a good job or your boss says like that this was good you know and anyway, like i didn't expect this but it turned out to be great or you put out a you got a good picture and somebody just commented oh god you look so good in this this dress it's time for celebration we just don't we just wait for something huge to happen in our lives to celebrate like okay fine the day i'll buy a house we'll celebrate or day i get promoted a day i get a new job a better salary we'll celebrate no this yeah e- we are actually skipping these mini celebrations every evening is a celebration yeah. wow what a sunset let's celebrate this wow it's also- There are few people in your life who don't speak much, and when they do, and when they, you know, in a better way, they actually congratulate you or say few words about you, which you would have never imagined that they have noticed this. Oh my God! So we, our brain just registers this thing, and we never ever forget that particular line from that particular person. For example, my, uh. my da- dada ji he once uh, said that you know uh, priya you are very uh, very like a parrot you are your uh, hindi mein kehte hain ki tum ekdam tota ho aur ekdam mufat ho tum aur ye bahut achhi baat hai tumhare he said you are like a parrot because everyone i used to meet i used to copy the way they talk the hand gestures you know uh, even the way they uh sit everything i used to copy and i was very little at that time but i still remember how he said it the way he said it and the the voice is still in my ears i can still recall that because he really uh, is a man who just That's you know your... keeps his calm and very so nice. yeah in a way yes so tota priya <laughs> yeah this is cool because um, um yeah celebrations i mean we we would just sum up this topic celebrations should be of any form they are welcome because let's not just wait for something huge to happen in our lives something great that a great milestone that we are waiting let's not, not just wait for all of those things any good that's happening should be celebrated any little thing like i uh, 
i see a lot of my friends who are now uh, parents and they tell me when when i talk to them and they talk about uh, the kids growing up i mean maybe be just one year of the kid but every day they celebrate like okay he started saying a new word today or he just stood on his legs for the first time and he held the table he called me dad and he called me whatever that i think this is where we realize not just the kid that's telling us this is a life lesson basically where we need to go back and recheck rethink like so many celebrations we missed but i'm not going to miss anything more going forward so i think yes i love the dosa this morning really good okay some uh, man in gujarat is also celebrating the deceitful act he did so he removed thumbskin and like thumbskin from his uh, lawyer friend and uh, he pasted it on uh, like sorry correction he removed his thumbskin and he pasted it on his lawyer friend's hand to appear for exam it was like full munna bhai episode happening and uh, full peeling off thing and you know um, what was that power puff girls uh, that thing was happening chemical and everything peeling off and then putting it on thumb and with the use of that hot pan and affixing it what was happening for that railway job so impression of his friend i mean the person who's going to appear for him for the exam <laughs> this is top level cheating genius i always have imagined doing this but never have i thought that this could actually be practically possible this you can peel off these things oh my god now this needs blood okay this blood <laughs> so better not do it did it did it already munna bhai ka that music backdrop music is going on in me <laughs> how he be a topper how would i know <laughs> yeah how would you know yeah like, how would you know happening <laughs> uh, the peeling of the thumb skin just to get the thumb impressions but yeah i think in india cheating has been very prominent in um most parts I since would, ages yeah it's just north india south india east or west nothing like that it has been happening everywhere in different forms and different kinds and different uh, you can say uh, different types of inventions are happening for cheating i remember this there was this very viral picture of uh, some school in up or bihar where uh, people were studying people were sorry people were giving exams and the entire uh, building was covered by people who were there to provide them cheats for their answer sheets for their answers and standing on the roof standing on the windows like it was risky while they were hanging around the building on like the roofs or on the windows and just giving those uh, Uh, chits for the answers and i was like man this is so risky what kind of unethical world is this 
like invigilator is not there what is happening which board was this must be a state board or something state board or something and you know what also this um i mean there was a step taken by the state government where they installed cctv cameras in the schools mm. or colleges where the exams were to be held and would you believe only like 18% of the people attended the exams when cctv was installed because test mm-hmm. of the 82 percentage thought that uh, fine we'll get caught oh. so that's the reason only 18% of the people attended because they were like fine and cctv would have caught the others so my goodness in retrospect i feel something was wrong with the like base level education that they thought of doing this i feel it should have been taken care beforehand yeah this then, is the when when we come out and these people are people who have just cheated the the through their ways throughout the exams in different exams and their lives and once we you know see them um in the real world in the corporate world and we see that okay he has or she has all the required degree for this but he's not able to answer is not able to perform and this is the basic reason even if he or she is able to perform provided the training that that's provided in corporates or different fields but the basic etiquettes of a educated person is missing yeah. so these these could be the very reasons speaking of uh, cheating and all of these scenarios have you watched jamtara from netflix i watched the first season the second one i haven't how was it first one was good it's very true whatever is happening whatever they're showing is absolutely true yeah. i know people who have been cheated same i've seen like uh, uh yeah currently the uh, electricity bill has been used as a you know uh, click the link and you'll uh, get the money deducted yeah and um nowadays i see some ads on televisions as well like uh, um beware of i think this is something new initiative taken up by the government or something for preventing such frauds but it's very prominent it's happening real time and none of it is like whatever you see in jamtara there is actually a a group in jamtara not just one group there actually a set of people in jamtara who carry out uh, these things and it's scary it's absolutely scary and what else are you watching on netflix i was rewatching the crown because uh, oh <laughs> what a coincidence we were about to talk about queen elizabeth but i was rewatching the crown since last month and uh, just uh, just caught with one scene of course the actress who played the uh, diana she was like amazing the the even the expression she copied and the uh, way she lifted her as uh, like uh, the way she was carrying her 
persona that princess diana i was i was so mesmerized that i wanted to look back again and then yeah uh nothing new as such i'm going to watch manifest soon because you recommended it i recommended manifest to a lot of people and i don't think anybody has watched it but the thing uh, with manifest is episode 1 after 10 minutes when they got off the plane and they got disturbed i got disturbed so much watching it i was like why is everyone <laughs> not reacting the way i am i was disturbed by that fact so it gave me a bit anxiety and so i thought i should close it no. but i'll uh, yeah i'll uh, regather my courage to watch it again and continue it and very know, legend show you know it's a very well made show it's not that they're showing you anything that's um, something hard to believe but they they made it very uh, professionally and i think um for anybody who loves um uh, suspense thrillers they would they would definitely like it but you know okay fine but uh, apart from manifest i just started watching this season of uh, indian matchmaking oh. and goodness seema aunt is addictive I correction th- kg seema from mumbai <laughs> seema aunt from mumbai yeah she doesn't she she doesn't include her surname as well she was like i am seema seema from mumbai not even taparia she had <laughs> she's like i'm seema seema from mumbai anyway yeah uh, I watched season two first, and then I watched season one, and then oh. I was like, "Okay, okay, fine. This isn't good. This is how people are struggling." Yeah. So yeah, talking about the crown and uh, the queen, Queen Elizabeth II is no more at the age of ninety-six. She left the earth, and. Apparently, there are a lot of jokes and meme that's coming out. Yeah, they were light-hearted. I would say they were not uh, with the intention to offend. Yeah, of nothing. Course. Yeah, that sense. But there's this long debate going on about the Kohinoor diamond. Should that be returned to India? But I think. Should, we, the, before you say anything else, we we won't talk about the controversial things that. Hmm. the uh, queen ordered or the horrific things that happened under her regime or whatever and different colonies around the world so india got its independence in 1947 but there were a lot of other british colonies which were there even after that till late 60s or something um not exactly sure of the year but during that those times also it was i mean uh it was not very good to be very honest so um some countries like um um south africa and all they have come up with a notice that we won't condemn the death of the queen because of course she wasn't a very good she wasn't a well wisher for our country and a lot of atrocities happened during her regime and the things that she signed um the orders for and uh, i think india did condemn it for a day 
Um, yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, yeah it was a national morning that took place. Yeah, day. I really liked how like Mumbai Dabba Wallas also joined to pay homage, like the uh, the head of uh, yeah. Mumbai uh, Dabba Wallas Associate. So he he also was uh, in Baikala railway station. He he paid the homage and uh, he mentioned how they had breakfast with the royal family, and uh, they also presented them with uh, you know uh, traditional sari and uh, Maharashtrian turban and everything when prince and princess. Hey, do you we, think that would have uh, wore any of it? they do uh, keep it but i don't think <laughs> after returning back they they must have used it i think uh, that there are lot of like protocols and what they are wearing a dress is not complete without the gloves and so many things you're talking about the clothes and gloves they are so strict with the even the eye movements should should be like proper proper Thank so, God. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, I've been very difficult to survive. But yeah, uh, coming back to the Kohinoor, it's not just the Kohinoor. Okay, Kohinoor, the price of Kohinoor is what? Um, I think it's one point five lakh crores in Indian rupees. Is the most expensive. I'm not sure of this figure again. A disclaimer. It's somewhere around that. It's not very far away either side. So, But, it's the most expensive piece of diamond in the world. Correct. Now, um, the people of UK or the um, not not the people actually, uh, the kingdom. They say that this has been gifted to them. Nobody knows. Fine, and. Uh, it it it's a debate it's a ongoing debate where even the ministers and people in the cabinet of um britain they were asked to return and they denied it up front like it's not going back they're not having it back and uh, recently i was like uh, watching a not a documentary but kind of a video of a museum in uk in london where all of these things all of the different things that um, or antique things that are stored that are kept there in that museum one part of kohinoor was kept and there were so many swords of different kings from india and uh, my goodness those swords are um, anything any piece of rock which is there may not be gold or diamond so many valuable and expensive things were there in that museum and i think it's just a museum which is out there for public but there would be so many other things which are inside the palace you know many antique things which they have got from different colonies that they had during their like peak regime across the world but the yeah. people here debating upon uh, throwing these statements like india uh, wouldn't have taken care of uh, such such diamonds and such such jewels and such such you know swords 
these are all our prides and we wouldn't have taken care as uh, you know compared to the british family the british royal family the way they were, they are taking care and they have been taking care i discourage such uh, comments because i i don't think not neither do i support this thing that it's fine we accepted the fact that it's fine uh, if they took it we I, i'm not okay with uh, you know such kind of backstabbing deceitful acts and the misery they created uh, when they you know the with the colonization and everything i i completely disagree with the fact when whenever any in any discussion people say even joking even in a sarcastic way they say we wouldn't have taken care of uh, the kohinoor as much as they are i disagree i think uh, come on we are, we, we i know what kind of an argument is that we won't be able to take care we can take care of anything and we are taking care of 130 40 billion people can't we take care of one single thing but um it's okay kohinoor is we were we were talking about so many other gifts as well apart from the kohinoor which do you know the swords that the kings used to have they were made of a lot of it was like some really amazing metal and really sharp and it used to be considered as the strength of the king the stronger the king the better is their sword right and so many of them are in the museums so um there, there was this um news anchor from one of the news channels in britain itself and he was like if tomorrow on an an intelligence agency or an investigation agency they just raid one of the museums it will be a perfect crime scene because everything is either stolen from some place and they just say that it really? was they just say that it's gifted but no they are not they're stolen they are, they were looted i mean okay. tipu sultan's uh, uh, like legendary sword was taken away like he was killed and uh, by the eic army brutally killed and taken away and the sword is now kept in as you said in the museums in london i disagree with the fact that they were gifted or in such a way and uh, the fact that uh, history uh, how history is depicted or how history is taught in among the citizens of uh, united kingdom i i don't think they the they actually show how brutally their army were towards every other region how uh, they treated especially indians uh, they uh, you know scrutinizing it in a way how <laughs> they were unaware still that the way colonization happened for spices for uh swords for gold for each and every precious thing we had they they looted it like anything so it's, it's not gifted for sure and you know um apart from the um, the looting part aspect of it um it they just left every country where they colonized so helpless at the end of it like when they just 
sucked every bit of whatever the, the country had to offer and then they left and that particular so it's it's always said that um they'll rule you for 200 years but they'll be in your minds for in all of your lifetime for next 1000 years so that that was like um the idea of their colonization is they'll inject things in your head like you'll be a gulam uh, throughout no matter what you'll be a gulam of their thoughts you'll start thinking the way the british used to think and you'll feel like okay that was the right thing to do and we just need to come get over that we just need to get over that in every possible thing we have such a rich heritage such amazing history of brave people and i think we need and it's not just with our country with every country that they colonized in africa i think apart from so like out of 200 something countries i remember they invaded around 150 countries they tried to attack 150 countries and even if they colonized let's say 40 of them or 50 of them in all of their imperial whatever tenure i think um none of the places that they were ruling ha- was left with any of its even uh, natural treasure that the place had to offer they took all of it every inch of it left them poor hungry dying like now you figure out on your own they'll inject communal violence they'll inject um like division amongst uh, like the country people itself the citizens itself how uh, we hated each other uh, the soldiers they the soldiers from our country they joined east india company how uh, they wanted to shift their to their country for their children for their family so this is kind of i mean disheartening but uh, i see why people support this colonization because uh, because of the architecture they gave because of uh, some kind of regulations which were made at that time and then but i, I mean, disagree i mean fine they did make buildings they did make the uh, cities look good only to rule us to sit in those exactly camp, also those they were living there they li- yeah and hit us with the hunters so okay fine they did make buildings and those buildings still exist all those things are there but that's not the uh, thing to support them that's not a way to cheer them i mean there cannot be any reason to cheer what they did All right. The reason behind us bursting out with such, uh, in a subtle way, anger, is uh, we we need mutual respect. We need uh, an apology, which was which should have been loud and clear, which should have been the way the they ruled over us. If you're if you hurted us the way 
you did, your apology should have been that loud as well. So, which was missing all these years. They tried, they did try, but uh, I don't think that nullifies anything else. And I'm really happy that, uh, you know, people from India and <laughs> like who have already been, who are already settled in uh, London and they are, they are now wealthy enough and they have started their career there and they have become stand-up comedians and they, you know, how pull, they, they are pulling uh, uh, their legs that uh, now that you have ruled over us, uh, it's fine that you're dating me <laughs> or something like that. I really admire that. That's, that's cute. That's cute. But yeah, may the queen rest in peace and uh, um, yeah, we'll keep cursing the crown as long as the history books are there because that's what we are taught right through the schools and shown in the movies yeah there are going to be more of uh, doom movies let's just uh, let's just put it out there basically <laughs> right i think rithik roshan was the best looking queen queen right? yes correct i agree i agree all right so do we have anything else any other topics to talk about well that was all uh because it was kind of exhausting already with the british ruling uh, oh i rap yeah I, I think um we both agree to this on a personal level and a lot of our listeners will like uber conversations i wanted to touch this um heavily on one of the episodes earlier but since today we got time a little bit maybe 5 minutes we'll talk about the conversations that we have with uber drivers of course and my goodness it's the best feeling in the world when you sit in an uber and just ask the guy how are you and then he shares his life with you <laughs> in next 10 minutes 20 minutes or whatever is the duration of your ride so any any funny conversations that you had sometime Beautiful. After pandemic, when I uh, got back here, I was in conversation with this guy who uh, recently got settled, like he got married, and of course with the with the love of his life, she was um, his uh, college lover, and uh, he was telling me each and every you know difficulty which he faced, how he got back on his foot. and uh, the way his family struggled and he was giving me lessons how <laughs> the most important thing how a man's brain work <laughs> which women should be aware of and i was all my years while listening to him because he was telling me how he struggled to buy a house here in pune and uh, there is a story in each and every corner that is what i observed even if i started i i should have started recording it because there was few of his sentences which was so raw so unfiltered i felt like you know uh, i was part of his family because when i got out of that cab i said say hello to uh, your wife because i felt like there is a connection between us because uh, it's already been one and a half year <laughs> half hour from airport to the house so this connection i just love it uh since few days i've been avoiding it because of you know uh people are already in their phones 
when I get into cabs, so I cannot barge in with my conversations. But yes, I do try to make a conversation with drivers because there is always a story. Yeah. So yeah. So I'll tell you this: uh, it's not from India, of course. In India, I talk to every Uber driver possible, but this is from Mexico. So Mexico usually, I mean, the place where I live, everybody speaks Spanish, and. I speak hardly any Spanish, so I'm not very fluent to have a conversation with. But uh, once this uh, Uber driver came, and I just checked with him, like, does he speak English? And he was like, yeah, sure. And then he asked me, Which, "Where are you from?" And I said, "India." The next thing he said that he visited, but and was head down in shame. Like this guy from Mexico traveled all the way to India to visit Banaras to see the Arti evening Arti. Wow! And I was like, ah, I'm so sorry, I didn't go there. So he told me so many great things, like from an outsider's point of view, about Banaras, about Varanasi. So I. I asked him like, what is what is the thing that you like the most? And he was like, he gave me an entire itinerary. He was like, okay, in the morning you need to go to this place to eat this. From there you need to walk through these places and visit these temples. And once you are done throughout your day, after that you just have to come to this heart, sit down. You would be tired and just look at the arti. Everything will be gone. And I was so blown away with the level of information that he had about Banaras. I was like, "Dude, should go to Banaras," and it's definitely in top two of my checklist. Priya. Wow, R, you should uh, not say your. It's it's what we discussed. Baya, it's our uh, next trip. It's it's sure gonna be. It should be. I mean, otherwise, I I just cannot meet another Uber driver who has been to Manalas and I haven't. So all right, <laughs> that's really that's this episode, everyone. And hope you liked it. And we'll be back. Yeah, that was much light-hearted, I would say. Uh, light. So we did start with something um, irritating. To be honest, because the traffic conditions happening all over the country and different cities, and people facing so many issues around it. Yeah, hard to hard conversations because I know how much annoyed you were when you landed here, and you were like, "Oh my God, the traffic here is so mismanaged. It needs to be addressed." So I was like, "Okay." That's two years back. It wasn't like that. I'm telling you. It's just because of the recent construction thing that's happening, and of course the rains. It's taking a lot of time. The water locked everywhere, and the flow of traffic is comparatively slower. So I think that's the reason. But the situation in Bangalore is pathetic. People keep praising about the weather, about that city, and this and that, and and I'm like, okay. Maybe you're missing your uh, slow and you know like without any tra- traffic and peaceful 
uh, room where you used to play piano. No, Maybe you're missing that. That you know, I, I we also came across traffic there, but uh, at least there, there's a there's a thing called uh, they follow the signals. To be very honest. They follow the lights. There's a thing called signal which we follow in Mexico. Okay, <laughs> that's the least I'll say. And before people start thinking like, fine, just go back and get the hell out of here. <laughs> I don't. I won't say anything else. I love India. <laughs> India is the. It's best. good to be back. You should agree. I mean, you were missing all of these. Yeah, yeah. The way we it's greet so- each other, the so- hugs and. everything food we we at the same time we demand for development development happens by construction construction will need digging of roads and digging of roads will narrow down the movement space and hence traffic comes so so the idea of swadesh is actually true because he uh, he was born and brought up in india but then he moved to us and then he have seen something better than india so when he gets back it's uncomfortable for him to see his uh, family member there living in such a condition that's why he want something better for them so that's why uh, maybe uh, people who uh, go there and they get back they do feel a uh, discomfort like why why this it, this should have been better this could have been better so why not so i agree with you that uh it should have been somewhere manageable but uh, yeah the food is good here bhaiya you should accept it and thank you for the mexican masala which you gave me by the way <laughs> glad soon going to try that you haven't tried it yet but uh, the one pack that i brought here i think it's half over already so well, i'm going to use it in uh, tomorrow's uh, breakfast i'll see what i can do All right, so we'll get the feedback about that in the next episode for people listening. Okay. The masala on. Stay tuned, and we'll be back with the answer. So everybody, see you all again next time. Until then, bye, and have a good. Bye, time. guys. Thank you. Hey there! Thanks for listening to the podcast. Just in case you liked the episode, do leave us a rating. and follow us on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to it will be of great help if you share the podcast with your friends and tell them what podcast you're consuming and you can also send us your questions suggestions feedbacks and ams at please say that again mate at gmail.com or you can dm us on our instagram our handles are there in the description of the show and with that i'll take your leave and see you again next week